Hey everyone, welcome back. We're starting a new series this week. Welcome to a conversation on peace and distress. We're gonna be talking about the masks that we wear. Our series is called Under the Mask, and I hope you engage with it. Today, Why do you have to yell? I don't know. Um, I think Scott's just kind of in a yell mood. I am. There's some yelling that needs to come out. Get it out. I, I, I can't. <laughs> Put it's, it I'm out bottling there. it up. It's part of the series. It's called <laughs> Bottle It Up. <laughs> Cover it with a mask. <clears throat> don't let anybody no. see. I think hey. we should have to be wearing a mask when we do this. <laughs> so it's We're not wearing masks right now? Time. We, what? <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> can't a hand work as good as some fabric? You think so? I, <clears throat> my favorite. If, what have you seen? So this is not a anti-mask thing at all. But what have you seen <laughs> people do as their mask substitutes in the coffee shops or in the world? Yeah. Shirt. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> Lots of shirt. When this all started, I went. They become no necks. My. They <laughs> <laughs> mm, just have eyes. Turtle, turtle Tim. Turtle man. I went grocery shopping back in March, and I saw a woman who had. Literally, definitely, just cut a bra in half. Not a bra. Yeah, that yeah. Was a thing for a while. And it, it wasn't covering her nose. It was definitely just a basin for <laughs> like catching rainwater. It was very open. Oh my goodness! I mean, fill that puppy with Reese's pieces. <laughs> 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 she's, uh, she's just snacking. I she's know. Like, oh, snack pack. It's my snack yeah. pack. My sister came into the shop today, and I did not recognize her. Like she walked yeah. in with a mask, and her hair was pulled back, and she, I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And then halfway through, I was like, "Oh wait, we're yeah. related. <laughs> You're my sister." It's <laughs> so, so funny because yesterday, oh. Trisha Van Hoff goes, "Hi, Scott. How are you?" And I'm like, "Hey." Uh, yeah. Walked up, sat down. <laughs> And then when oh, no. Trisha got it, yeah, got it. I need a minute. Yeah. Speaking of, mm-hmm. there was people that you were talking to sitting in the lobby here. Yeah, I talked to them. The woman looked. Familiar. Do I know them? Because they definitely acted like I knew them. Yeah, you know them. Oh, I feel bad. Well, they know you. You don't know them. That's worse. What do you mean? I don't <laughs> like listen. That. When you reach your level. <laughs> 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 there are going to be more people that know you. <laughs> yeah. Then jumping into our new series called Get on Greg's Level. <laughs> it's all about how we need to work hard to be like Greg. Barbara, one step. <laughs> Jenny, we're sorry about the outbursts. This is this with my headphones on and rips them off. <laughs> When you yell. I, well, you just yelled. <laughs> this is like my first one. I get one, you've had 30. <laughs> this, in these three minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we're doing a new series. New series. Um, it's very relevant for the moment. Yeah. It's called... Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Was that like a setup? Was that a setup for me to say what it is? Exactly. Oh, well, thanks for that setup, Greg. Yeah, it was. It teed it up for you. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> here it comes, swinging through with his one wood, ready to hit a touchdown. This is going seamless. This is very good. <laughs> it's called Under the Mask. 
Silence. Crickets. Uh, All I hear in my head is Sebastian from The Little Mermaid singing Under, under the, the Sea. Under the mask. <laughs> oh no. Under the mask. Why does I'm he gonna, sound like his name's Connor? I am definitely gonna. I am gonna do a remix for oh something. Connor Sebastian. You could like wear a costume. Yeah, like, costume, I will. You know. Yeah. Which bah, this, bah, bah, so this concept has been has been done before in churches to some degree. I think about youth group and the, you know, wearing the yeah, but nobody full ever wore a mask. mask. We did an illustrated message called the mask. Yeah, there was uh, Jim Carrey's the mask. I, oh, those were all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the this thing is, is the only good one. You know what? Uh, the other day when uh, I was looking for the graphics for the keynote. If you Google image search mask right now, it's 100% is COVID mask. crap masks, yeah. And if you would have done that search in February, it would all have been, yeah, Jim Carrey, you know, the horse head mask. Oh, yeah. What was that from? That's just like a pop culture thing. <laughs> can, Which, we wear, can we have all of our baristas wear that instead of yeah, wearing these I masks? Those <laughs> yeah, I think those count. I think those count. Can we do that? <laughs> we should do that. My favorite thing about those like is if you, if you whip your head back and forth, the excess like plastic yeah. rubber, it just flops oh. really hard. It's so fun to watch. I'm getting on Amazon right now. <laughs> <laughs> Horse head mask. Oh my gosh. Yuck. Can you imagine the shop when someone just comes to the shop? I'm definitely, I would wear the Bill Clinton mask. That's a lot oh, that one's creepy for mm-hmm. sure. That one and the yes. Hillary Clinton mask. Definitely Ooh, there's, a, there's a good Trump one. There's, All these are good. Yeah. Guy Fox. The old lady. Oh, this thing. Oh, that's terrible. The, the just the sock head. <laughs> That'll keep the germs right out. It'll also well, keep out breathing. Oh my I'm ordering. Mm. Oh no. So, but the thing is, is that something that is new is that I understand, and not as much as even many of our baristas understand the inconveniences of masks. Oh man. And. Excuse me. And how they impact how you relate with others. It's it is it truly does that moment when you don't recognize your sister, which is a little weird. <laughs> that was a little bad. That was bad. Um, but so if you just take the one step over in parallel, <clears throat> as compared to a Halloween mask, which is its own weirdness, but that when you wear a superficial mask, a pressure of acting like something that you're not. Thinking about how that impacts how you relate with others, thinking about the discomfort of that, thinking about how it uh, adds stress and pressure, how annoying it is, all these things. I think there's a lot of interesting parallel to that. And in this series, we're going to be looking at a handful of things that uh, I would say for me and my experience, and maybe, and I, I don't want to push it, put this perspective on other people, but for me, these are things that I have felt as a Christian pressure to have, whether you have it or not. And not like as a good person, but specifically as a Christian. And this Sunday we're talking about having peace, which, by the way, we've discovered in our preparation for this, is that, well, with all of these, as we go along, like, what are these things? Yeah, what is is peace actually? Yeah, and... What's even better is when you don't understand it, but you know you're supposed to have it, yeah. and so you fake what you don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I got it. I don't know I what it is. I got the peace. I have it. The peace in the Lord. 
Mm. Yeah. And so, I it, it's interesting. I mean, we've we've talked about it, but you know, even to verbalize it now, I what what is what is peace? Even here's a good place to start. Rachel, you can answer this because okay. this yes. is perfect. Rachel's with us today. Hi, Hi Rachel. <laughs> um, if you don't have or feel peace, where do you get it? Where do Go. you get it? Good. I'm glad I get the answer to this question. <laughs> where where do you get from? it? Where did it go? What well, if there's if there's something we're supposed to have, mm-hmm. something that's talked, this specifically is talked about a fair amount in the Bible. Do you think we're supposed to have it? Well, if you don't have it and you want it, what do you do? Mm. Nice sidestep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. As a super peaceful person, I mean, I don't think I'm super peaceful. Um, I wow, yeah. I mean, you fumbled me here. Uh, I mean, where would you? What do you? Where do you go? I, well, I this, think this, like what happens. I think the point is that there's not feel, an answer when you don't feel peaceful. What, when I don't feel peaceful. Yeah. So for, forget about like trying to find the actual peace. What actually happens for you when you just don't like feel like you're experiencing peace? Well, a lot of anxiety. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like. That's one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is just the opposite of peace. I mean, if, maybe, is anxiety and feeling like those anxious feelings and how do you... And I think, like, in our house, I think that... um, I think we're all actually kind of anxious people. So Hmm. peace isn't a very natural thing for us. And so I don't think we're very good at figuring that out. And um, I think we have a lot of family members that struggle with anxiety and... I, yeah, I don't think we've, I don't think we've figured this out. I don't think we know. I don't think we know how to find peace very well. So that's not very helpful. Well, I, I think part of our conversation is that, you know, maybe there's an aspect of faking it till you make it. Yeah. Uh, maybe a better way to put it, maybe it's an aspect of like, this is something I'm choosing to have. Even though I don't feel it, but I think those are just like millimeters away from putting on a fake mm-hmm. mask of 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 it of peace. Yeah. Well, I think there's things that I can do in the moment to help me find some peace. Like, like for my husband, I think something that's really helpful is just having some alone time and mm. being away from, which is hard when you have two little kids. Like, alone time is not very normal. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, and so, and like for me, like I always remember this one time I was at Target and I put these really good speakers on and just like was able to tune out all the noise around me. And Uh, like, it was like a minute or two and I was like like this. Yeah, it was like, I was like, wow, like I don't hear anything, but what's going on? Yeah. So I feel like I can choose peace in the moment or have some like peaceful practices, but I don't know if it necessarily is long enduring peace. Well, let me bring another, this is not easier, but another question to you. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> I love being put on the spot. <laughs> I'm so good at being what, put on the well, spot. <laughs> what, what, is the, what is the cost of f- faking or f- feeling pressure to have, to project peace while you don't have it? I mean, 
feel like fake relationships, like not very honest relationships with others. Um, I feel like when you fake it, you're not actually... Like, I always, I think we were joking about just when you're at church and people are like, how are you? And it's just, I mean, not the I'm fine, but, you know, like the peace of the Lord is with me. Or those really standard responses, passing like super biblical, like. Did, did you guys ever have oh, I don't go to think church I where there was like. Is that like a drugs thing or what? No, it's a very Lutheran. A peace pipe? A, a Lutheran moment. <laughs> that is a different Instead thing. of oh. saying. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm sorry. So the conclusion of this podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. I will leave now. Uh, um. No, but it, the, it's, it's a very mainline or Lutheran thing where you say, instead of having the, the most painful moment in any mainline church service is the greeting time. Yes. Get up and greet the neighbors around you kind of thing. I guess you don't have to be mainline to do that stupid thing. But, uh. Uh, but often what is said... <laughs> That when I was growing up, I didn't say that a lot. <laughs> it's but you know nothing like the perpetuation of superficial relationships. Does heights do that? Greeting time. Yeah, we do do a little greeting yeah. oh, time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody well, knows each other. I knew so it. Well. I just knew yeah. it. <laughs> He's not wrong. Okay. It's fine. Well, hopefully they didn't get this far. <laughs> <laughs> no one from heights is listening. We're good. The. the uh, the thing, though, is that they would, instead of saying, get up and greet your neighbor, they'd say, get up and pass the peace. Uh, oh, yeah. pass the peace. And what, suddenly uh, we're all peaceful. What would happen? Would it be uh, the... I would, I would get up and do a quick 360. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> would it be, would people literally just be like, peace be with you? Yeah. And also with you? Yeah, for sure. But there is something very theological about that. It has, I mean, it is cheesy, but also there's this... Peace is about your relationship with something or somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So peace is the, passing the peace is this theological thing that I, I have responsibility and you have responsibility to work towards peace between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that, that's really, uh, I think, just even with all these questions, is that while peace may not necessarily be something that you can willpower into existence inside of yourself but it's the thing that I think is really important to realize is that peace is available peace mm-hmm. is available in relationship with mm-hmm. God and I think you I think God likes when we have peace whatever yeah. Yeah. whatever peace actually is like yeah. if you know what it is tell us but like I think that scripture is pretty clear on like as followers of Jesus not just experiencing or like feeling peace but being able to walk in peace and we see like the fruit of this the holy spirit and it's not exhaustive but peace is one of the things you know like i think god's into it i don't know i don't I know think how we, to get it we try Did to make it, it easy though like i always think about like this idea of having it being a peacemaker and i feel like whenever i think of someone being a peacemaker i see them going let's just like sweep everything oh, that's wrong under sure. the rug and i remember i remember really like having this kind of Hmm. big conflict with somebody not at my church now but at a church I was at and the pastor and I and this other person tried to talk about it and the pastor was like let's just forgive each other let's just forgive and it was like we weren't really going to talk about it we weren't going to work through the problem Mm -hmm. it was very much let's just sweep the whole thing in the rug under the rug in the effort to keep the peace for all and it's like I feel like peacemaking is actually a really hard thing and we just try to make it simple by just Sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. yeah. Pretending it's all okay. Okay. 
Yeah, next week or the week at whatever. The next one we're doing after this is Joy. And I was doing some writing on that earlier today. And uh, I thought an interesting thing to define is are those three words good, okay, and fine? Because those, if you say, how are you doing? How's your week? How's 2020 treating you? Like we're just programmed to go, good, good, fine, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and, and so those things in the context of a state of being have a different definition. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the same can be said. Peace, if you are a, like you described, a peacemaker, peace is just ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll go away. Or mm-hmm. pretend like it isn't. Right. Not, there is no uh, negative or whatever. And that would be the perspective that, you know, Jesus was born in a manger. Right. And then he thought about the woes of sin and humanity. And so what Jesus did was go, just ignore it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Act like yeah. your sin never happened. Yeah. And so to see mm-hmm. cost as a part yeah. of peace is a big, a big thing, an important mm-hmm. thing. Because the definition in the peacemaker, I find myself, yeah. I've always been a peacemaker. And I've always found myself avoiding conflict. Right. Not wanting to deal with pain. And yeah, you need to shut up. <laughs> in that in that definition uh peace is really only the absence of conflict in your circumstance and it's nothing greater but like the peace we see in scripture is far greater than mm-hmm. as yeah. almost nothing to do with conflict Mm-mm. well i think too like in that with peacemaking um when you see external peace, like for me at least, when I feel like I'm faking, I'm pretending everything's okay, I'm not mad, my internal peace, like I don't feel internal peace at all. Like it might look great, but on the inside, like I'm probably more angsty than I was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Which is, before. that's the picture of that mask. Another that, cost. And yeah. then how uncomfortable mm-hmm. that is, is the picture. Right. It's so important to... Do you think that that comes about because you are trying to be that peacemaker and sweeping things under the rug that it, it reflects back on you as not having that internal peace? Are those things tied together? Say that again. Sorry. So like in the effort to be a peacemaker or not be confrontational, mm-hmm. that's probably a better way to say it, in an effort to like not bring confrontation out, do you think that you end up sweeping things under the rug and because you have unaddressed conflict yeah you don't you lose your own yeah. peace absolutely yeah. because i'm not good at that like i feel like i think i've realized even this past year like how much broken relationship affects me and so like yeah. when i am sweeping things under the rug but i know there's still something happening feel like i still have feelings or i'm still like i haven't really worked through it like <clears throat> or i can sense somebody else's like angst t- towards me like Internally, I'm just a, I'm a hot mess. Like but I can't do it. Think of that. I'm not. You don't have to imagine. I know it. I felt it. Like that moment where you go, oh, this is so awkward and broken. Mm-hmm. But bringing it up will be worse. <laughs> like that's the there's like mm-hmm. math that says that it's not. Probably ninety ninety percent of the time, yeah. it's not true. Just bring it yeah. up. Just... Yeah, and so um, and it's. Life has proven that over and over again. Right, absolutely. And usually those things that are bringing that level of lack of peace inside of me are, you know, once it's verbalized, it's also the realization of how small it really was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario is a lie. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I it builds up. Case, but yeah. yeah. Like it builds up. Like when you don't, it's like, like you said, it's way worse to keep it in because it's like that builds up. And then the next time I'm mad at you, Zach, I'm always mad at Zach. Like it just gets built up more and more and more until I'm like, you finally have to talk about it. Otherwise, like, and like there's just broken relationships. From the outside, like friendship is completely deteriorated and mm-hmm. someone looks at it like, well, what happened? Yeah. Well, can't really put a finger on it. Right. But just over time. I just, I know for me, mm-hmm. I can, I think I've, like, been thinking about this a lot the last couple of weeks, and I think for me, I have to view peace as something that I give and not something that I have, and so, like, when mm-hmm. I'm so focused on peace being about me and me being at peace, then I avoid the conflict, I avoid telling people when I've been hurt, I avoid telling people when I'm yeah. frustrated because I want to maintain my own internal peace. Mm-hmm. But if I'm somebody who is actually being a peacemaker, peace is something that I try to give. Uh, I have to make people aware of mm-hmm. what they've done because um, mm-hmm. the only way towards true peace is, <laughs> is through that. Mm-hmm. If we're going to ask two questions that are like mirroring exactly this conversation, the first one is like the would you rather moment. Would you rather have to share everything that you're thinking and feeling or have no one care about what right. you're thinking or feeling? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good one. And... I think, I'm going to be very presumptuous, but I think most people would say, oh, yeah, I would definitely choose that no one cares yeah. at all about what I'm thinking rather than have to say everything I'm thinking. Yeah. And uh, hmm. um, that is the antithesis of what you're saying. Peace is found in sharing what you're thinking and mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. But the facade of wearing something that's incredibly painful is when people don't care at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because peace is a two-way street. It requires both of us to be taking yeah, responsibility. Yeah, it's a picture of reconciliation, together. which yeah. is And so, not if you don't tell me that I hurt you, and I think that we're still cool, but yeah. then something's wrong, then the peace is broken between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then another question, that dialogue moment that we're going to have is talking about, it's moving away from the adjective of peace to narrative of peace to understand what it is. So if you say... Uh, do you have peace right now? <laughs> it means nothing. But if you would say, you know, I feel peace like the moment when I was walking into a moment where I felt so tense about this conversation and I had it and I realized it was no big deal. That's the kind of peace I feel. Or I feel the absence of peace like the moment when uh, I want so much that my, this relationship would be okay, but it's not. Sure. Like the those things mean so much more than yes or no, pass or fail. <clears throat> and when we talk about having the peace of God or having peace in our relationship with God and we just stop at the word peace and don't bring it to narrative, we're really missing something. That Scripture is full of... It's, so much of it is loaded narrative that illustrates conflict or lack of peace with God and illustrates peace in the picture of God. It doesn't just say, have peace with God. Well, Here's, here's moments where, there, there are endless moments even in Jesus' life where there are people that, like the Samaritan woman, like there's a, here's this odd moment of peace in relationship with Jesus, and the rich young ruler, this odd moment of absence of peace in relationship. And so, Yeah, I don't, I think the majority of the time in, the scripture, in scripture, it's uh, God saying, I have peace with you. Yeah, walk into it. It's not. Right. It's not. You you need to have a peace with me. I think Jesus often first says, "I have peace with you," yeah. and then we have responsibility yeah. in response yeah. to that. But. Yeah, the recurring narrative, Old and New Testament, is not God 
wavering at all. No. Mm-hmm. The narrative is God, like, with armloads of peace going, I long for relationship with you. It's available. And people going, nah. <sighs> or, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Peace be with you, Ignacio. Yeah. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Nacho. Nacho. Yeah, the, I think the better, the better <laughs> phrase is like, peace is available for you. Yeah. It is available. Yeah. We're going to end with a, a fun conversation of uh, like putting again some narrative to it. But how is and is God pursuing peace with you is uh, uh, a great moment to just go, you sure? I bet he is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And then to realize that if, if I'm going to pursue peace with somebody... Uh, I have to be so intentional and I think my faith says that God is that intentional with me all the time yeah yeah. and the thing that's really frustrating to me is when I actually put up some intentionality and it's completely dismissed why do I feel pain in that and why do I do that to others all the time (laughs) yeah let me put my mask on (sighs) under the mask well, thanks, guys. We how long is this series? How many weeks? We got five, five weeks. Yeah. So we're gonna hit hit a handful of topics here. We're gonna talk about peace, the mask of peace, when you may actually be feeling distress or separation or brokenness, joy, and uh, feeling uh, empty or sadness, the mask of security or confidence, while feeling overwhelmed or filled with worry, the mask of love, while being ruled by hate, and the last one is. The mask of right relationship while being estranged. Mm. They they definitely all have so much crossover, but <clears throat> um, hopefully that this can be some process where outside of these five things we can have some intentionality in realizing even in each of our own individual lives what are the masks that are so easy to put on. Yeah, I hope you guys will engage in this conversation whether it's uh, with the people around you during this season, whether it's online at a service, uh, whether it's in person at a gathering, um, the blog on our website, or even this podcast. I'd love to hear from you guys. We'll talk to you later.